Hi guys, we're back with Facts Not Fiction, back for another episode, and I'm so excited. And guys, your bestie is back. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing out there? I'm back. <laughs> yeah, everybody seems to love Keith, so he is back, or whatever, on Facts Not Fiction. We are here to give you guys another episode. Um, So guys, don't forget to follow us on um at facts not fiction underscore podcast on instagram and facebook let us know what you're thinking whatever platform you guys are listening to please don't forget to leave a comment leave a rating so that other people can find our podcast we want to be seen we want to be heard we want to get the word out facts not fiction all day ain't that right babe yes ma'am all right so yeah let's get into it so babe how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Like, it's, I have a lot going on right now. Well, we both have a lot going on right now. But I feel like I'm doing good. You never get, move up. Can't even get it out. Remember, guys, the last time um, we talked, I was starting a new job um, this week. So I have officially started a new job. I don't know if some, some people that follow me on my personal page saw the video I did, the TikTok I did, um, for the new job, whatever. And I love it. The job is um, pretty great. The ladies are really nice, um, that I work with. Um, so I'm enjoying myself. Of course, I'm only four days in, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Um, can't wait to continue and to keep learning and growing, and what's the other big announcement, babe? I don't know. What is the big other announcement? Oh, yeah. We just recently moved. <laughs> okay. He's this being funny. Yeah. So how are you feeling about the move? No, I love the move. I think it was a great move. Uh, like the new environment, new atmosphere, extra space, and uh, just a different environment that you're learning. So it's, uh, I like it. I love it. And we don't got no neighbors over top of us. So glory hallelujah to that because i'm so sick of people thump thump thumping on top of my head um every time every time we're trying to record or something like that so it's been really good um i'm super proud of us like we made a really big move um i know god is just continuously um you know continuously blessing us for um i will say this is my personal testimony um, I, you guys might have known, like I left a job, um, back in February, um, and I wasn't happy. My mental state was not good. I was just completely miserable at that job. And I just was like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. I came home. Uh, well, actually I went in the bathroom, cried, and then called my husband and told him about it. He was like, you know what? Just leave. And I was scared to death. Um, not sure if he was, he never told me about it. But, you know, I thought that it was going to be, like, this huge thing. And, like, we were going to be, like, struggling. But I just knew I just could not mentally stay there. Like, I was not equipped to handle, like, that type of stressful environment that they were invoking on me. But, so, like, five or so months later, like, I'm, like, literally getting a job. And this is, I mean, we haven't, we haven't struggled at all. Bills have been paid, you know, God has just blessed us and we were able to move into a new home. So like how many people can really say after leaving their, their job going down to, you know, one income essentially, and still having to make sure that still making sure their bills are paid everything. And then coming out smelling like a rose, new job, new home, you know, I'm just like, our family is truly, truly blessed. 
And I just, I just thank and praise God for that and for, for that alone. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I've definitely been uh, enjoying it. You know, it's just, uh, you have some challenges along the way. Everything isn't always just easy, but uh, I think it's good when you can make a change. And uh, when you make a change in the end, you start to see, you know, a reward for, you know, the labor, the work you put forward. So I think it was uh, in the long term, I guess, with uh, what's happened with changing the jobs and things have been transitioning, uh, new place and everything. I think it's, uh, it's definitely been a blessing the entire, uh, the entire time. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just want to take a moment and shout out my husband. My husband is freaking amazing. Um... He is, he never like, not that he should anything, but uh, my husband is very patient, man, very understanding. He never wants to judge me for, you know, feeling like I had to leave and, you know, I left with no other job and anything like that. He never wants to judge me. He never wants to make me feel less than. He never wants to make me feel any type of way. Um, he was always patient and understanding with me about the whole step of the way. He always encouraged me when I was at my one some of the lowest points, um, you know, feeling bad about not having a job, feeling like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, things of that nature. He never faltered. He never waved. He never changed up on me and be like, listen, you need to go out there and just do whatever. Um, he never did any of that. He just was super, super patient. He was always so encouraging. And my husband was out there grinding for us both, like, you know, it's just amazing to see, like, you go through these, um, you take these vows when you get married and things like that, and you say them for better or worse, richer or poorer, you know, sickness and health, and you, you not saying that you feel like you never have to go through them, but you don't realize what you will go through, and then to see, like, you know, that you actually have gone through, because I was, at the beginning of our marriage, I was, like, super, super sick, so we went through that, and now I lost. I left my job, so, you know, I didn't have an income, a steady income coming in or things like that, and so, look, you know, everybody knows, like, finances is one of the biggest things that would tear apart a marriage or anything like that, so it was just amazing to see my husband be so patient and understanding with me, never change up on me, always be encouraging and praying with me and, you know, holding me and keep telling me to keep my head up and things like that. It was amazing to see, you know our marriage vows we put out there like that we put to the test and us to succeed past them and then move on to to bigger and greater things together through the midst of our storm amen yeah it's it's uh, like it's been interesting and i'm just i appreciate uh all those uh kind words (laughs) that you stated uh but yeah like i said it's it's been uh you know ups and downs and challenges i guess through the whole time but you know, my my whole uh, mindset was just at some point, you know, the reward would be in the end, you know, like I said. And when the reward comes, you know, we'll definitely learn to enjoy it together because of the labor that we put forward to achieve that reward. So um, it's definitely been a, um, a blessing. And uh, like I said, I'm so happy for the success that uh, you've had and we've had together um, and that we're going to continue to have um, you know, as we continue to work together. So definitely looking forward to that. All right now, mm, ow. Anywho, um, I did want to take a minute to thank the um everyone that sent out sent out prayers and sent your condolences um for the Brown family and us losing um our aunt. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, everyone's doing well, holding up well. You know, we're just trying to stay strong, stay prayed up. So I definitely, definitely appreciate all of those um 
kind words that um, that was sent our way. All right. So, uh, you want to go ahead and dive into today's topics, today's and information? Dive in. <laughs> I know you want to dive into today's topics. So, I guess I'll just leave this in. Um, we just been mainly today, you know, we just wanted to just conversate in regards to some current events, maybe nationally or locally, or just some simple things uh, um, as we uh, actually learned um, um, today, some hours ago, uh, one of the most, I guess, one of the most breaking news stories uh, that we found was that um, entertainer and comedian Bill Cosby um, has uh, been released from prison, from his prison term uh, that he was serving. I believe he was serving three to, I believe three to ten years in the state of Pennsylvania for a sexual assault uh, that took place, I believe, over 15 or 20 years ago, whatever. I'm not sure the exact time from the time he was convicted, but uh, the Pennsylvania uh, State Supreme Court uh, overturned his conviction today, uh, citing, and I'm more so paraphrasing, citing that he did not have a fair trial. Based Which on, he did not. Based on the conviction that he had received. I believe his conviction was about two years ago, three years ago, uh, when he had, he started, he got convicted and then started serving um, his time. So, um, that's definitely something that is um, trending right now nationally and across the uh, across the USA, and uh, because that's definitely breaking news as far as and I think in as far as in our, our criminal justice system again um, when it comes to uh, I think black and brown people and how uh, the system I believe in some some cases some would say it has worked some would say it hasn't worked so. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to have your opinion on what you thought about that news uh, when it broke. I believe it broke about um, early in the day. Um, so day. okay, so I have kind of like mixed emotions about it because I feel like you know they say they they want a just world, they want this world that is you know you know just believe in the, in the criminal justice system and it's supposed to protect you and all that stuff. But then when you read. When you read and research and you hear things that like the person that was accusing him of, you know, this action was actually paid off and he was not supposed to be charged for this in some kind of way. He got charged for it, which I think because, like you said, he's a black or brown person. And then he went to jail for what? Almost two, three years now. Yeah. Um, how is that? You know, how was that even remotely? fair or right like even if we're not even talking about the about the fact right now if he did it now if he if he did that i'm not and i'm not in any way saying that rapists or anything people that drug people and all that stuff can just go free or they should be allowed to go free because he has money or anything of that nature let's just be honest we're talking about the criminal justice system right now and how it is set up so if the way it's, it's set up he he wasn't ever supposed to be charged for that so how was he charged for that and how did we bypass certain laws how you know did we bypass certain laws because he's black or you know what what happened there and those are the, those are the questions that i have and then i also have questions like okay did you actually molest rape this person Well, I think uh, what has taken place in the system prior to today was, in my opinion, a malicious, uh, very vindictive type of prosecution. Um, 
when Bill Cosby was charged with this assault that took place, I believe at the time the assault had already taken place, well, allegedly had taken place at that time years ago from, I don't know if it was 10 plus years ago, but anyway, the woman had uh, allegedly had, I believe had sued him and had been, he had settled out of court with her. Um, and, I, and again, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to state it all the way fashion without to continue to research some information because so much is breaking right now. Um, but apparently he had, um, to my recollection, he had settled out of court with this accuser. And as a result of settling, she was awarding, and I believe could not criminally prosecute him because of the undisclosed amount of money she received. But somehow a prosecution was pursued against him by a um, district attorney, Commonwealth attorney, in Pennsylvania, which ultimately led to his conviction, his charge, him being charged for the crimes and then convicted of the crimes mm-hmm. and then having to have served the time. But, um, you know, to really get to the, the meat of it, I'm a person, I believe, if you know, if you do commit some type of crime, you know, you deserve, as the Constitution says, a fair trial. Um, I don't believe that, you know, Bill Cosby received a fair trial to a certain degree. I don't believe that he did. He may have had all the the best legal representation, the best lawyers in the state of Pennsylvania or across the country, but I just don't believe that he did. Now, if Bill Cosby actually did these things, and by fact and definition, if you were convicted of it, then it would state that you did do it because you were convicted of it um, by fact of definition. If he, in fact, did do these things, then of course there should be some type of repercussion for it. I'm not the person trying to make excuse for a person's actions. Wrong is, you know, wrong is wrong, right is right, or indifferent, but... um, I think the way that he was prosecuted for something that occurred years ago, um, the amount of time that he was serving for the alleged crimes that um, he was being accused of, there was just a pursuit of him in a way that was very malicious, very vindictive to, you know, sully his reputation. Now, we can all have opinions about the other accusers because, like again, I'm not here to try to debate whether that's true or not or each individual case. But there was just a way for which he was pursued for this particular allegation following the few years of the allegations that took place that were not related to this one. And um, I think today, um, you know, that state Supreme Court in Pennsylvania really looked at the evidence that was obvious to some people watching it from, watching it from the media and observed that, you know, hey, Mr. Cosby did not really receive a fair trial. And there were... Um, deficiencies or discrepancies in it's almost like in, in, in they kind of like gave yeah. him like a a timeout or something yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know it's like you know like it's like an adult timeout it's it's so weird that three years almost three years later now y'all decided he had an unfair trial when y'all knew from the jump he had one because we knew all this evidence I'm sure that his attorneys brought out because how else would we know you know what I'm saying the fact that he this woman already was paid you know that you know what I'm saying yeah. so how how was this coming out it's like almost like all right Bill Cosby you're doing too much right now time out well I think um the well I think they're uh well again I'm, I'm not an attorney I'm not a lawyer but some of this information I know just from reading whenever you have a conviction of a crime uh, even though, let me just say this first, I understand exactly what you're saying. There was evidence that was presented about deficiencies, discrepancies that were, that had took place concerning the alleged crime or crimes that Mr. Cosby was standing accused of and the, uh, the um, deficiencies in the accuser that was accusing 
the accused. But whenever you are convicted of a crime, uh, you have what you call appeals that you can go through, uh, through an appellate court, whether it be federal or local, however the charges are filed. So I think there was a process right now that Bill Cosby went through with his attorneys following the conviction that made it through different courts and, and different appeals. And so with this appeal that clearly his attorneys had petitioned the court for, they reviewed the evidence and reviewed it thoroughly. And I believe in the state of Pennsylvania, there's about, I believe they might have had five or seven judges on that panel that oversee that case, oversaw the case. And they determined based on the majority, they always have an odd number, but they, you know, so it's three, two, you know, two to one, five, three to two or whatever. And uh, they ruled that the majority ruled that it was a unfair trial. Um, so uh, that's kind of how they came up. But in the short term with that, yeah, there was uh, evidence that clearly other legal scholars saw or anybody with, with no legal background saw that they thought was not sufficient to uh, the prosecutor, not sufficient to his, him being prosecuted and the case should have been uh you know, dismissed. Should never came. And we're this is like you know saying I'm not I'm not saying that his T V personality is who he is. And I'm not in any way saying that that's you know, people can't be real life monsters and portray someone. But do you think about it like they want to in my brain, this is my my thought process on it, they want to diminish black people so much. They want to tear down the things that we love and the things that, you know, make us who we are or whatever. So what better person to take down than the most respected, one of the most respected black actors that we have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just, just, just a minute. This man has been out. And we, we were talking about this prior to um, the podcast and we were talking about your grandmother who, you know, how old is your grandmother? I the same age. I think Bill Collins, I believe he's 83 years old. Okay. So your grandmother is 83. 80s. He's in his early 80s. So, you know, she she's been there for his entire career. Yeah. So to her, this is one of the the first black people that she saw making it big time. One of the first, you know, back in the nineteen fifties mm. that she saw that was making it. And then now his career, now Bill Cosby career has never really stopped. Like his career has been going on for a long stretch yeah, of time. Over 60 so you know, for decades of time yeah. and stuff like that. So for somebody to have that type of longevity in there, so much respect and anything like that in that in this community, like it it was just so out of the blue for him to just be taken down like that. Because it would it just came out of the blue, like, okay, this is this big scandal going on all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but uh I mean again, I, I'm not saying this exactly to and I wanna be careful how I say this because um, I always want to make sure at least I'm being respectful in a person's absence or even with uh, content of information. But what took place, what allegedly was taking place where people were, where these females were accusing Bill Cosby of this, that's not something that actually, as we would know, would be new. And what I mean by being new, it may not be new to either Bill Cosby's being accused of it or it's just something that's clearly not new in Hollywood. It's something that was going on at that time and maybe in this generation now it's still what well, i maybe it's still going on now it's just being done different ways with the advancement of technology fashion and so on so it's being done different way but back then it was a little bit different 
So I'm not saying that these things did not happen. I wasn't there. I can't say they, 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 they did or did not happen. What I'm saying is that type of behavior for the allegations is something that's not new. Now, with that being said, uh, there has to be, in my opinion, some clarity on how that relates to Bill Cosby because before he even got those charges, if you remember years before that, two or three, maybe three or four years before that, maybe five years before that, it was coming out that this was taking, this was going on and going on. There were multiple women that were saying it. Um, and so with that being said, the accusations aren't true. It really wasn't surprising that he faced the charge because it almost seemed like it was brewing. There's something that was brewing. You know, the water the water was boiling. Eventually, it just came on over the pot and spilled over. What do you mean by the water was brewing? What do you mean? Well, I mean, the accusations are already out there. So once a person starts making accusations, when you look at somebody like Bill Cosby's uh, his statue, a person who has been, a man that has been in the business for, I believe, at least 60 years, 60, 65 years, going back, I believe, to the late 50s, I believe, early 60s. His career goes back at least 55, I would say roughly 60 years that he's been in the business of entertaining. And as you know, he's been, he's not, if not one of the most successful black entertainers, actor, comedian, uh, philanthropist, um, you know, not just from our generation, your grandmother's generation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, six, almost, you know, six and a half decades, you know, um, when you look at um, what I mean by uh, something brewing is when accusations like that come out for a person of that statute, most of the time a person will look at it, they look at civil liability, not criminal liability, because you do, when you're dealing with a person that has that type of statute and that type of uh, um, money, you want to go to the pocket. Most, most, most accused want to go to the pocket. Let me, let me get five, six, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars, you know, versus looking at criminal liability, which could have them facing charges and all that. So I think him being sued for it, the accusations was not something odd when the accusations were coming up because someone's trying to hit you in the pocket because mm-hmm. you know you got money versus somebody that may not even be on that same cloud. Well, let me lock them up. <laughs> let me lock them up. So eventually things were headed in that direction where if they saw some ability to criminally prosecute him. That was going to take place, uh, but I, I believe I thought it was done in a very malicious way uh, to to really try to destroy him. Um, but I mean, you know, right now Bill Cosby has a reason to celebrate today, you know, uh, because you know he's 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 been released based on and, and the conviction was overturned, which means now he he is no longer incarcerated for those crimes, and now by being overturned, he's no longer convicted of the crime. Is as if he's he's been. But look how much of their life they took of that man. Hmm? I said, but look how much of his life. I mean, it's only it was only what two and a half years. But that's uh, he's eighty. He what eighty three, eighty two. Like come on, right? like I mean, I just I just felt like the whole situation was just insanely crazy. I never was decided that they'll be like, oh, you know, Bill Cosby did it or whatever. But like I just was, I just thought the whole situation was crazy. I think whenever. Black people get to a certain level, they always try to like try to bring us back down or something like that. That's just my theory on it. It's how I feel about it, and can't nobody change my mind on how to, how I feel about it. But I mean, I'm glad that he's out. I'm glad that he um doesn't have to be in there, and I hope that he could, you know, I hope that he's not, you know, scarred from anything that happened to him. I always thought about like, you know, what I wonder what he's going through in jail. Um. Hopefully he wasn't in general population, but 
Um, well, likely he wasn't because it's celebrity status. You can't put a person like that, yeah, in jail probably because he's he 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 wouldn't be. No, he wouldn't be. Yeah. Warden wouldn't buy the dab. <laughs> but moving on to other situations, um, so we all know July first is a big deal. But anywho, I before I get into that, I wanted to ask my um hubby. Cause I don't think we ever really spent too much time talking about it. Have you ever smoked marijuana, the weed, the chronic marijuana? Yeah, I tried it. I tried it. Okay, please describe this experience because you never told me about it. I tried it when I was oh man, long time ago. Just tried it, thought it was funny, got the laughs, and uh, got the laughs, the giggles over there, aka geeking, the munchies over there. I mean, that was a long time. I think I was maybe 15, 14 or 15 years old. You were 14 when you smoked weed? 14 or 15. I only tried it once. Mm. I enjoyed it. How many puffs did you take? I took quite a few. I enjoyed it. Like a few more than three? Yeah, I was about, it was probably more than five. Ooh. But I had the second hand smoke from the blow. Did you, um, oh, they shot you a gun? No, you were sitting, guys were sitting behind me in front of just just blowing. And when they blow it on, you get to high. What was I going to ask you? Uh Um... But I mean, did you cough? Of course you did. Yeah, burn your chest. Yeah, burn your chest. What about you? I know you multiple times, man. I used to in my early um <laughs> shut up. In my early twenties, I we smoked a lot. I think I would smoke pre- pretty much at that time. Um I would smoke every night when I came home from work, I would, you know, Light up, take a couple puffs. I was never good at rolling or anything like that. I couldn't roll. Like, um, I remember me and my um my friend, we would get um people to roll for us or whatever. But anywho, we um we was I would smoke every day. <laughs> or whatever. But then I started having like really bad trips. So I was like, uh Purple rabbit. <laughs> not for me. I did try uh, edible a couple of times. Um that was a bit much. But so we're talking about that to say, of course, everybody knows on July first. Shut up. Did you see purple rabbits? No, I did not see purple rabbits. Purple rabbits. Um, Stuff. I just get, I just, I really, I really geek out. Stuff crawling on the wall. No, I really geek out when I um, when I get when I get high, I get. I'm behind like, them? you giggling there behind there. Any? Could I finish what I gotta say? Proceed. Anywho. So, um, weed is going to be legalized. So, for all my stoners, weed heads, potheads, whatever you want to call yourself, it will be legal to smoke weed. But there are some stipulations. So, I um, I was reading up, you can't have more than an ounce on you at a time. You can't gift anyone more than an ounce or a pound. If you are found with that on you, more than an ounce um. More than an ounce, man, weighing more than a pound, they can fine you um twenty twenty five dollars, and and then if you um if it's more than a pound on you, they can um you can get up to ten years in jail and a two hundred fifty dollar fine, and you have to be twenty one to do it, and then they're not. But so the thing about weed is it's a good taxing thing. Like the, yeah. they can, you can tax the crap out of, of weed, and this is crazy because, of course, Virginia is the first South state, state the to the state in the South to legalize weed. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's gonna be now. I'm not. I'm in. I'm pro weed 
when it's for a medical reason. Like if you have like severe anxiety, if you take certain medications, i.e. like glaucoma or not if you not medications, if you have certain diseases like glaucoma, cancer, things of that nature, like weed is a very soothing agent for you. And I feel like it is a plant, so it is more so healthy wise and big pharma and all these medications. But what I will say though, um once you once, once you start taxing weed or putting that sales tax on weed, which will not be done until twenty twenty four. Um so if you are into like gardening or growing weed or anything like that, you can do that, but you can only have three plants. Three I think it's three no, I think it's four. Okay, I was gonna say three four or four plants. And you have to have, I think, uh, I, I researched. You have it. to have a license have, on them. You have to have tags you have on them. Tag, you and they name, can't be your, li- your uh, date of birth, your license number, and everything. Yeah. And they can't be visible from the street. Yeah, they can't be visible. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, it's a lot of stipulations yeah. with weed, although they are legalized and you can literally puff it up. Yeah. But you cannot. Um, it's a it's a lot of stipulations. I just named a few. Um, but like I said, we um, if we start taxing this weed, I'm telling you, things are going to grow. Things it's going to be like whole different things. Like as far as like the communities are going to start looking different and everything. If once we start taxing this weed, I really do truly believe that. But it's going to take a while. Um, what's your feelings on it? You haven't really said too much about it. I mean, well, um, I will say first, um, this is. I mean, it's 2021. And the society that we're living in now is a lot different than what it was 20, even you look at it just 10 years ago, you know, 10 years ago was 2011 and it's a different society now. So over the course of time, things are changing. You know, marijuana is legal in other states right now. I believe Colorado had it and um, California and I believe in Washington, D.C., I believe uh, in the District of Columbia. But, um, and there's some other states as well, but this is just really showing you how times have changed. Number times, one. they are because, changing. Because as you know, you know, 10 years ago, five, six years ago, there were so many people that were doing a week or two in jail for multiple marijuana offenses, you know, non-violent offenses like that. And uh, some, some people have had a marijuana possession offense in, uh, you know, 10 years ago or something or 20 years ago or whatever it stopped them from being able to get a job. Now, you do know, you think or, that, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but since you're talking about that, um, do you think there is any type of chance that anyone that, um, sorry, can't get it out. I had a brain fart. Sorry guys. Okay. So you do you think that anybody that has been charged with, um, a small offense on, you know, carrying weed or possession of weed that's locked up and going to be in jail for, I don't know how long, five years, so on, years to five years, 10 years, whatever. Do you think there's a chance they can come out now that weed is actually well, legalized? I, I think there's a chance. I mean, I think it just depends on how that state wants to address that because at the time, it was actually a crime. Now, it's not a crime to possess it, of course, under certain regulations. But when you're dealing with uh, not to really go off subject too far, but when you're dealing with um, marijuana, marijuana to me, to me, this is just my perspective, is no different than alcohol. And what I mean by that is in the way that it's being regulated, not in a plant versus a, 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 a actual liquid or an alcoholic beverage. Um, when the government, you know, at one point, if you give me history, repeats itself. And, you know, it repeats itself in certain aspects or certain concepts. At one point, alcohol wasn't legal in the United States. 
that was illegal. Right. Called prohibition. You know, at one point the government and we had not, bootleggers. And we had bootleggers. And bootleggers go back as far as your grandmother, my grandmother generation. But people were bootlegging back in the twenties and thirties and forties. You know, where they would get liquor, beer, and particularly liquor, and would you know bootleg it, make it, and you know if they got caught doing it, especially if you were black, you really got you really got hit. You know what I'm saying? So anytime if I need a reference on bootlegging, yeah. please refer to life. Yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, 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 clawed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go eat your corn, bro. All right, all right. Yeah, focus, but, focus, focus. Uh, yeah, but anytime the government. Uh, you know, and this is what I'm saying about times changing. Anytime the government understands that they can, there's a process to it. Stuff doesn't really happen at a twinkle of an hour or switch, uh, flipping a switch, a light switch on. It has to go through a form of regulation. It goes through uh, different processes, you know, a test and check, testing and things of that nature. So this marijuana that is going on at the state levels eventually will go federal. But, um, in, in the short term, they were to speak on it when it comes to uh, what I was comparing to marijuana and to alcohol. Alcohol is legal to have, but it's illegal in certain concepts. For example, we just listed the things that were reg- marijuana has now become illegal effective July 1st. Mm-hmm. So, but it's legal in certain concepts. Can't have more than ounce. Can't have more, more than this. Got to be 21. Can't have more than four plants in the house. Can't be visible. You know, you can have it, but you have to stay within those guidelines. And ignorance of the law is not an excuse. So, um, you know, on July 1st in Virginia, when you have those laws to come up, you know, you can go on your phone there and, and, and look up the state code and find the new laws that are on the state code. Um, but like I said, you have to be within those confinements. Alcohol is the same way. I'm over 21 years old. I can, I can drink alcohol as much as I want all day long, but I can't drink it to drive. Can't, right. drink, can't drink it in public and be drunk in public. Right. Can't supply it to a person under the age of 21. You understand what I'm saying? Can't have it open in the car even if I ain't drinking. There's regulations, even but you and you have to stay within those what regulations. So, so the government has gonna be found, walking down the, the street in a big cloud yeah, of smoke. The government has found the government has, but it's been found a way. But they have created a way that they can make it legal, but keep it within the confinements. So like the ones I just listened for the alcohol. Anybody that drinks on a regular basis or has drunk on a regular basis or, no, or is familiar with those public laws or those laws in general, those, those codes, state codes, no, you have to stay within those guidelines. Once you go, you know, yeah, you can drink all day at your house, all you want to. Once you get behind that wheel of that car and pull off, that's a DUI. That's a criminal offense. Or a DWI. Or DWI. You know what I'm saying? You can smoke all day long. You can smoke weed. You can have a lot of weed on it that they can't see. It's in your house smoking. But once you go out there and get caught with more than an ounce, that's a different situation. And I'm, I'm, I'm willing so, yeah. to bet we're about to yeah. see a whole bunch of influx of commercials yeah. about weed. Yeah. We're going to see a whole... Like, our like our lives are, like, about to change. Like, we're going to start... Like, you know, weed has been, like, a hush-hush topic. It's not something that you really broadcast yeah. or really talk about because, yeah. of course, it's illegal. So, all these people that's out here selling weed and stuff like that, they were our time bootleggers. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not, it's not banned anymore, at least here. So, we're about to see an influx of commercials on weed handling. They're probably going to teach something about it in schools now. Yeah. You know, like, you know, drug awareness and, you know, things like that or whatever. But it's not going to be an illegal drug. It's going to be like how to handle yourself when you're when you're able to smoke this weed. Yeah. And then it's still illegal to some people because you have to be 21 of age, 20 years old to partake in it mm-hmm. legally. Just like they changed it two years or not, not to go off weed, but go back to tobacco. You know, tobacco, we were coming up, you had to be at least 18. 
but they changed. I think the state of Virginia changed it two years ago now. I think it was two a year or two years ago. We had to be 21 years old now to uh, actually uh, possess tobacco products. So now they, they took the age up three years. So uh, that that changed, and so yeah, they they keep they keeping everything at the same at the same level of age. So twenty one years old for tobacco, twenty one for alcohol, twenty one you know to possess. Moral of the story, folks. Please be yeah. careful out yeah. here. You know, I'm not sure how it, how it is. Like if you're if you can just be out and open with your known drug dealer now and just buy it. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure about that information. But more than so, please be careful. You know, even though it's legalized, it's still dangerous to it. You know, people under the influence or people too excited or whatever. It's always a fool in a bunch. So I encourage everyone to be safe with what they choose to do, what they choose to do with their personal lives and bodies and all that stuff. So just complete, please, 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 please. I'm just asking for me and yourself, be safe. You might be safe and... You know, just uh, use wisdom. You know, everybody's entitled to, you know, I believe do what they want to do. You know, they're adults. You know, kids do, but they're adults. And, uh, you know, just, just use good wisdom. Use good judgment on what you're doing. Uh, take a second back and think about it, you know, because even though things... Take a second. Wait. Yeah. Even though things are changing and there's some legality behind it, you know, you also want to use wisdom in, in what you're doing so that you don't put yourself in, you know, expose yourself to, you know, being incarcerated or having unnecessary encounters with the police or, you know, worst case scenario, some of some type of fatality, you know, you don't want to have that. So definitely just use wisdom, good judgment. And, uh, you know, whenever you partake in anything of what we listen, <laughs> you know, anything. That yeah. Happens. Anything that's yeah. not even, not even just we, when you partake in any, in anything, but you know, just not, you know, it's an, if I guess for some, it's an exciting time to finally see we be legalized after, you know, years of it not being in, you know, people, you know, um, sneaking it or whatever you want to call it, illegally partaking. Um, but again, like I said, just use like Keith said, just use judgment, good judgment and wisdom, and be responsible about what you choose to do. Um, we don't want to see anybody get hurt or anything like that over weed. Yeah. So, yeah. skipping to our last segment, I'm just saying, babe, what you just saying today? I just say, oh no, I was gonna let you just say. Oh, okay, I'm just saying that you just say that. So, for those, be careful of the people that um in your life that only clap that that don't clap for you when you're doing good, but love to coddle you or or listen to you when you're doing bad and feed into those negative thoughts. You know, those people that, you know, whenever you like, oh my gosh, I just got this new job, I just got this new house, and they don't really say nothing to you. They just like, oh, okay. But if you say, girl, me and my man, um, we fighting or we not doing good. And I think I'm about to leave him. They like, mm-hmm, girl, yeah, because I saw, you know, be careful of those people that only want to be around you when there's something negative. But when you're doing good and you're prospering and you're getting further into your career, life or whatever, and you're just overall happy, they're not genuinely happy for you because those are not friends. I'm just saying. I, I like that. That was good. Why thank you, honey? <laughs> dang, dang, clap. <laughs> Any yeah. final words, babe? Well, no, it's just, it's just been a pleasure today speaking with, uh, conversating with you and speaking to the listeners um, about today's topics. And so it's been a privilege, but honor to do that today with you. Why on facts, you? not fiction. 
underscore podcast. Anywho, thank you guys again for listening with us and joining in with us on as we talk and just chatting with us. We just wanted to have a good old conversation with you guys. We're glad to be back. We're glad Mr. Washington is on the podcast this week. He's done doing all the hard work moving in. Now it's my turn to sit around and decorate, which is going to be a task. Anywho... We again thank you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast. Be sure to check on in on all of our updates and everything that we're talking about, all the little motivation. Get out there and motivate yourself and get it together. Let's get it together. Um, that's all I got, guys. But all right. Facts not fiction out. Bye. Bye bye.